I love you. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's that, so funny. That and that and uh, Austin Powers are the best. Mike Myers. Well, Shrek's good too. You see, oh, you guys Shrek. ever see a Love Guru? Uh, yeah. What'd you think of that one? Everyone hated it, but I thought it was okay. I don't remember it honestly at this point. Do you remember Love Guru? No. Yeah, it was like a string of really weird <clears throat> hockey movies. Uh, Mike Myers was like trying to compete with, I guess, the Dalai Lama. And then he trained uh, a hockey player to uh, find a center and find love. And then after that, The Rock did The Tooth Fairy. Do you remember that one? Nope. Oh, man. There was a cameo. They played against the Florida Panthers in that uh, in that movie. Yeah, no. I don't. Go Cats, go. This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. I love this company! Yeah! Wait, did you look up Garnett or Durant? I looked up Kevin Durant. No, no, oh, you Garnett. 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 Okay, Garnett. well, that's, that's me not paying attention. <laughs> I went to the mall for some new underwear, but had to leave. Andre the Giant's official record is 156 beers in one sitting. We got four dozen boxes of donuts. I was probably like 12 years old. I probably ate at least two of those boxes by myself. The Business on Top Podcast. <laughs> Pretty cool! Pretty damn cool! Woo! Kick it! Happy Thanksgiving, you turkeys. This is episode... We made it. We, made we it. did. We did. We did the. We started this podcast in the middle of the summer, right? We started in July. Mm-hmm. We are now in November. We're still going strong. This is the Business on Top podcast. Wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. We actually had some semi-normal human air uh, down here in South Florida for the past few days. Yeah, not bad. There's been a, a good amount of rain too lately and a lot of wind i don't know if you've noticed but very windy very yeah, windy which is nice because that brings in a little bit of the, the cold air i honestly don't mind the wind because that kind of tempers the humidity very windy know? with no like not from a hurricane which is rare well, which usually is- if it's windy there's probably a hurricane nearby but <laughs> right <there's- laughs> right you usually don't get 20 mile per hour winds down here for no reason yeah. usually it is accompanied by just storms or yeah, yeah some kind of tropical but, system but I, i'm not mad about it yeah no. and speaking of our podcast i'm i think if we were in any other sport i think our podcast would be our the most improved podcast of all time we would we would win the uh yeah i don't know the some award kind of for like podcast memorial yeah award i or, mean if you look back at our first episode i feel like we were more just because we're not used to being on air live and just speaking in a mic with, Speak you know. for yourself. I well, have no, besides you, experience, and yeah. besides you, like, Ben and I yeah. never thought we'd be in this position. But now, after doing it for ten episodes, eleven episodes, it feels like more natural to mm-hmm. be in this position. So I guess it's all just practice and repetition. And it, it's funny it is, too because you and I and Ben, we've the three of us have been friends for almost ten years. But it is. You can't even avoid it being an entirely different dynamic once you try to make something that's for for broadcast or for media, because you know when we're off air we're like a little bit more self-involved, and we have to try to like parlay you know this friendship and how well we get along into basically something that's interesting for for everybody else instead of just bringing us in in the conversation. Right. It's, it's a weird system and a weird balance that you have to strike. Yeah. Well. You know, off air, it's a lot of. Um, I think the the big difference is off air. It's mainly a lot of inside jokes or um, you know uh, s- stories that we've all experienced. Toronto being the main one. Oh, I can't and, wait for that. Yeah, and um, you know that's not really something we we like to talk about on air because it kind of excludes the audience, right? Because it's just kind of us talking. No one knows what we're referencing. So, kind of switching trying to switch gears while we're live to not referencing that stuff it's it's um definitely took some getting used to because we that's usually what we talk about normally so um i definitely think from episode one till now we've gotten better at limiting the inside jokes inside stories and kind of and talking just being interesting yeah. because even if it is like an inside story 
you can just give the audience context, tell mm. listeners what, you know, what we mean when we say certain things or when we tell certain stories, as long as you give them the context. Yeah, that's interesting. key. I think we've that's... just gotten a lot better at being interesting and uh, creating something that you actually want to listen to every week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, even think about this, like we have merch now. Like, who would have thought that we yeah. would have hats and shirts, you know, with a logo that came out way better, I think, than any of us would have thought. Like, love our logo, love the colors, love our name of our podcast. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's exciting. We've, we're we growing um, And if slowly. you like those, by the way, uh, feel free to slide into our DMs at Business on Top Pod. And we can get you either a T-shirt or a hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knows what other fun, crazy stuff we're going to be making in the future. Mm-hmm. Premium quality, Yarmulkes, too. Uh, Yarmulkes coming. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Just in time. <laughs> Rest in peace, Sean Connery. I don't know why I almost turned on my... Uh, Sean Connery impression. If you're looking for something just in time for the holiday season, get the business on top, hats and shirts on sale at business on top pod. Nice. Nice. I would give that a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah, okay. Well, (laughs) thank you. Tough critic over here. Yeah, I I appreciate you guys are just kind of looking at me. I I, I figured I would play it through. We'll roll with it. Yeah, but, no, um, no, no ego. You gotta if you gotta do your impression, you really gotta commit to the bit. But guys, I, I'm distracted. I gotta be honest with you. I'm looking at this Thanksgiving spread that we put out. We you had, put out. We had a feast this was, for this. You, we can't take credit. For, we have no credit. You yeah, we can't take credit for the plate or the pie. This is all you, um, so Shane Chernoff here. Yeah, Master chef, chef, podcaster. Um, you know, lawyer, I to, well, thank you. I try to be, I try to be a renaissance man. You know, nine to five, I have one job, and then I try to be a little bit eclectic and have interesting um, niches and interests. Jack of all trades. In between there, Jack of all trades, definitely master of none. But man, it looks so good. I'm just gonna grab a fork. I'm just gonna dig Go in here. It. So you guys, give me Go a second. For it. You guys want Wait, to before it. he does that, uh, he's single, ladies, and oh, yeah, we might have to cut out when absolutely. he eats. But me and VJ <laughs> would be dating Shane. We'd be all, <laughs> both of us would be dating him at the same time. Uh, if if <laughs> to our significant if Shane others, allowed we it. love you guys. So, uh, so here's the yeah. what we got here. I guess we'll start. Well, I just can't start with dessert, but we do have turkey. You can bring it up to the camera if you want. Bring it up. Bring it up. Yeah, you can lift the plate to the camera. Yeah, lift it up to our. There, there we go. The there you go. Look at, look at that. You see I'm, the camera I'm there. I'm so gonna drop it. Like 100. percent There we go. Some of his mashed potatoes here. But oh, so let, let while Shane's, yes, while Shane's devouring his yeah his delicious food, Shane did cook us you know, a plate. We can keep going. Shane did cook us a plate before uh, started filming, so we did get to try most of this. Right. Um, but you had a interesting take that. <laughs> I don't know if um, Ben's yeah, gonna fight me. This? Basically, <laughs> two on on crazy. on two counts, not just two one. counts. Yes, you don't like turkey. Don't like turkey, and you don't like cranberry sauce. I don't like cranberry sauce. The turkey one, yeah. I'm good. The turkey one, I'll let slide. But when you said you don't like cranberry, those are fighting words at Alex Jones. And uh, <laughs> wow, we I, I want to we'll hear throw that clip in there. I want to hear. I don't know. I guess like. What what your ideal Thanksgiving meal is without you know if not preferring uh, turkey or cranberries? So I, I don't want to say I completely hate turkey, but when I was growing up, I'd get a lot of the dry meat, the white like the the so white good. dry meat. Yeah. Um, and I never liked it, and I kept I kept eating it every year and saying like I don't like it, yeah. and <laughs> now I'm. Just, <laughs> Now I'm just so used to it that I don't like it. And, and then eventually I'll get like the darker meat and that's like the juicier part of the turkey. And I, I can like, I, I can eat that and I'll be okay. But just like, I think, <laughs> I think the, the turkey meat in general is just not flavorful for me. Like I don't, that's it, why you got like a lather it in gravy. Yeah, no, gravy I, I'll eat it with gravy, but like, I'd rather eat something that I like the taste with before, like adding gravy or anything mm. like that. And then I can enhance it with the gravy or like other things. And, and cranberry so- sauce, I, I just never liked from when I was young. And even when my taste buds change, because like, you know how you're, yeah, you start liking things that you didn't like when you were younger yeah, that's as you grow. That's, that's definitely something happening. I want to I touch on later, maybe later on this episode after our Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, Shane's feeding me right yeah, now. Here, hang on. 
Grab Hold on. Oh, pumpkin pie. Live. Quick, quick, quick. There it is. All right. There's some pumpkin pie. I'm going to get grab some ASMR in here. I'm going to come back over here. But, um, but yeah, what is something that you didn't like as a kid that you love now? Brussels sprouts. Really? Mm. This is God, a cra- that's a weird, that's, that's one of those one. like extremes because I grew up I didn't even like the look of Brussels sprouts. I tried it, I used to hate it with a passion. Now it's like if I have if there's any meals with Brussels sprouts, I'm 100% okay with it and I'll like prefer it on a meal and very healthy too. I've noticed recently I used to not be a big um cherry flavored anything like Dr Pepper, Coke um uh, cherry coke or any of that but i've started liking cherry flavored drinks um black light cherry seltzer, black, uh, black yep. cherry hmm. uh cherry coke and um i actually was thinking to myself the other day like wow it's kind of crazy that i hated this stuff i couldn't even drink it and now like i opt to choose it um sometimes if yeah it, you know have you guys ever had cherry pie it's something that sounds delicious but i've never actually had i, I have eat cherries by themselves either i yeah, I don't oh, eat cherries it. I don't are like good by themselves, fresh. I haven't really had um, cherry pie though. Yeah, I, I've had it. I I'm I like it. I'll I'll eat it, but I'm not a huge fan it's of it. It's definitely at the general. bottom of the list of blueberry pie, pies. Though. Blueberry, blueberry pie, pies, apple pie. I was very disappointed um, with the blueberry pie that I had last year, but uh, this year I'm getting something called the pie cake. have you guys seen this? No. No. So go on go on your computer or your phone. Look up the pie cake. It we'll is. put it up on the screen for you guys yeah, to see or right. hear. Matt, oh, I want to watch your reaction because this is something that we have not talked about off air. Um, this is some serious stuff. It's a layer Holy of cinnamon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah, I ordered it. I ordered it for my family. What? Yeah. You better eat every last bit of oh, that. Yeah. So and the and the cardboard that it comes on yeah, so, and <laughs> so without looking at it yeah so it gets specially delivered from i think i forget where it is i think virginia the, the there's a place that specially makes it so it's a layer of cinnamon apples on top a spice cake sorry i'm about to burp um uh i think made by gold belly it's here apple pie in the middle yeah, yeah. pecan pie pumpkin pie and then pecan pie at the bottom Woo. pecan pie pumpkin pie and spice cake all pretty much wedged into a cake layered together with cinnamon buttercream and topped with apple pie filling. I mean, how can you hate that? I didn't so, know this existed. Otherwise, no. I would have I, I ordered it every week. I think my sister can make this, actually. She's I didn't a, either. I got a pop-up. Very good baker. I think, yeah, I'm going to actually send a picture to her right now. and She could probably make it. Oh, my God. If, yeah, if she makes some, um, I would say <laughs> Steven's not here. But in a little bit... Um, at the end of the show, we're going to talk with our uh, friend of the show, Stephen Rowe, about uh, N- Nintendo, food, and hockey. And But before that, I want to explain why we basically did everything right except for turkey. This show, as you know, is very off the cuff, and everything we do is rushed and not thought through at all. Yes. So, no, I think it's absolutely true. And I think that's why it functions well, because... As you, as, as he as says it, see, we have a playback. YouTube, YouTube TV has crashed. I have no, I have no idea how long uh, it's been back there like that. I was supposed to make a Thanksgiving feast, and one of the things that I wanted to do was make a Cajun air fryer turkey. When I went to go pick up everything yesterday at Walmart, apparently they were all out of turkeys. So I ended up with the next best logical thing, which is the public sandwich meat that I had in my fridge. Oh. Just had some turkey drop on my keyboard on the K. <laughs> K is for Nick's. And, uh, oh, so next segment, it, we're literally, talk it landed some, on the K. It did so we're talking about basketball. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it landed on the K. I promise Breaking you. Breaking news. Yeah. Well, we had the draft the other night where the Knicks drafted Obi Toppin, who um, I think we all have high hopes for, but the Knicks don't have a great track record for drafting well Whoa. or doing anything well. Drafting anyone with. Some sort of defensive mind yeah. in general. Yeah. At this point with the Knicks, I'll just believe it when I see it, honestly. Yeah. And then free agencies uh, started a couple hours ago on mm-hmm. um, Friday. You guys, have, uh, you guys have the Woj bombs on your, um, yeah, nothing, on your Twitter feed? But nothing since we started. Speaking of like the NBA draft, like you never know with these kids. A lot of these kids are, what, like 19, 18, coming yeah. into the league. So like, how do you, uh, how do you like, 
evaluate talent at such a young age, especially in the NBA, because you could have people who are, unless you're like a LeBron James or like a Zion Williamson, who like you know for sure like they'll be a star on the court at all times when they're in the league. Like, how do you know that a player is going to be good? You don't, right? Yeah, I mean, the whole draft is a crapshoot, really. But the, <laughs> you, you know, you say that because like you kind of drafting a young kid you're kind of drafting hoping he his potential is greater than what he's at right now right well the Knicks drafted Obi Toppin who is 22 years old who's like one of the oldest players to ever get drafted so the Knicks went against that grain that's already developed yeah like typical typical Knicks yeah but but at the same time I mean the Knicks are really in a position where they can't really wait around for three years for someone to develop you know they kind of need someone to step no. in because they drafted rj barrett last year who was young and um top toppin's older than barrett mitchell robinson <laughs> like he's older <laughs> yeah, than yeah. all the Knicks draft yeah, classes like from Knicks previous like th- year isn't mitchell robinson a third year pro and ob yeah. Toppin is still older than yeah him? yeah oh, yeah go figure that that's like a riddle yeah it's like somebody gets drafted and he's basically still older than somebody that's in his third year in the league well yeah. we're optimistic I, I i'm an optimistic person in general so yes I mean, much I'm more hoping. so than me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm hopefully with a new coach, they're still in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Con- Conference is always weak. Um, <laughs> we've, say, we've been saying that for yeah, like, how long? Yeah, missed the playoffs. Like, Since we've been in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I can say that every year. I, we were in college. Yeah, we were in, we were in college. Not just college, but in undergrad the last time. That mellow. Made the the mellow year. That's right, yeah. So, so we're up against the break. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more basketball in a little bit. Next up, we're going to have our BOT TODs. And uh, then Stephen Rowe is going to join us in a little bit. The Inter-Miami match is going to start soon. So uh, all sorts of hijinks and dumb stuff coming up. Stick around. The Business on Top Podcast. Welcome back to the Business on Top Podcast. Ben was telling me during the break how badly he wanted a pie cake in. Now that I've shown him uh, the fascinating world of Thanksgiving kind of desserts. Is that new? It must be. I mean, it's the first I've ever heard of it. It might just be like a cult hit, and I've been living under a rock, but this is the first year or month that I've heard of it. How'd you hear of it? Oh, man. <laughs> it had to have been like Instagram or something? Yeah, it's one of those things where uh, you go online, because I wanted, I think I wanted a Chicago-style pizza recently, and then I looked up how much it would cost to it's deliver expensive, it. It's expensive, right? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, insanely It's expensive. It's, it's insanely expensive, because I was going to have a depot in Chicago, but because I had to... Uh, there was a period of time during that where I had to self-isolate. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go. Um, and then I decided, like, hey, how much would it take to deliver this to me? Way too expensive. But that same delivery service also offered the pie cake in. And I was like, I'm going to get this for my family during Thanksgiving. It's like <laughs> like the Chicago deep dish was like 50 bucks, And you're like, ah, that's too expensive. I know, and the pie twice, cake is like I know, 120 You're like, oh, twice, worth it. It. <laughs> Spending twice as much for a dessert that I'm only going to have one slice of. <laughs> Yeah, ben, we should we should order. Um, that'd be fun to uh, either get something from like a deep dish or something from New York, um, shipped here and like unboxed. Ooh, that'd be cool. On air, Stephen, get us pastrami on rye from New York. <laughs> Cass's Deli in the city. Yeah, Ooh, that, that's that sounds fine with good. Me. Yeah, Fred, uh, Stephen Rowe is going to come on uh, next segment. He's he's with us here. He's going to come and talk some uh, Nintendo and hockey. Uh, but before that. Man, I'm I'm so happy. Like, there are certain things that just inexplicably put you in a good mood. The week before Thanksgiving, those like seven days leading up to it, I'm always in a very good mood. I don't know about you guys. This is my favorite it's, holiday, just because the food is so good. It's it's a good time because I mean you're with family, with friends, eating good food. I mean, what more can you really ask for, honestly? You know, it's like a it's like a tradition too for most families uh, to just get together. Like I said, eat good food, watch football, mm-hmm. and it's, just you and know, it's have weird a good time. this year. And I do feel bad for um, you know a lot of different people. Everyone's gonna have to do it a little bit differently because this is uh, be safe. Know, yeah, out there. Well, you know, honestly, stay tuned, stay safe is not just a catchphrase. We do want you guys to uh, enjoy the holiday with your friends and your family, but do it in the uh, safest way possible. Make sure that uh, everybody's okay. You know, wear a mask. We don't want any rat lickers on our show. <laughs> Uh, very, very important that you guys uh, keep your loved ones um, safe and sound, but also, you know, do your best to enjoy the holiday. I know that, uh, you know, in past years, I've gotten to visit you and your family because 
absolutely the turkey trot that i run is basically right around the corner from where you are right so i mean that's always a lot of fun i usually watch the first half of the, the noon games with you and then i putter on back to uh, my parents place we, we got a nice little routine going that's right we gotta get a years. we gotta get a turkey trot with all of us business on top sponsored turkey trot not this yeah i'm down for next year like, oh, yeah, get, well, I can't do it. I'm not in shape right now. Yeah, yeah, You guys could train in a week and be able to run a sub 35K. It's not no. rocket science. I trained two years ago, and I ran 32. Not really? trained. Not trained. I mean, I started running. <laughs> he ran one really day. Train. I was going to say, like. <laughs> For a month. Yeah. And he's like, he trained. <laughs> but, no, I'd be down. Yeah, um, it'll be fun. Next year, we should put it in writing. Uh, November 20th, 2020. Just put it down on Thank your calendar. Next 20, year. By November 20th, 2021, well, you're going to be able to run we're gonna a be sub running. 27 we'll, we'll, we'll tell oh our fans God, to hold us that. accountable for that. Yeah. yeah we'll go pro it and <laughs> go that's live. That's for sure. I, you know, I honestly, I would love to wager something go on that. Pro. Someone, You'd be, I whoever mean, comes in last is going to have to do something really like weird or stupid or fun. Well, I'm not coming in last. I'm coming in first. I don't care. So. Oh, I'll, I'm probably going to come in last. I mean, that's probably what it's going to be so i'll speaking of mario kart you uh you were in fourth out of all of us we were in the middle of the pack so i think you're uh you're making a hard charge um what do you what do you think's going wrong for you there? Look, like where do you where do you make the next step i'm a i'm a sports game slash call of duty type of video gamer um at this point with mario kart let's face it i don't expect to win i don't come here and play Mario Kart to be like, oh, I have a shot of winning today. I do my best. <laughs> but it's not like you're in last place. You're yeah, like in third I'm fourth. Place. I'm like fourth. So you can win. Yeah. You just have to, and I feel like you're learning as you go. You're learning the maps. I think I found my character today. Felt really good being whatever that Lock character. It should, yeah. But um, best it is what it the, is. Uh, turtle thing with the goggles and the camera in Mario Tennis. <laughs> it is what it is. But um, picture. Yeah, well, you know, you know I, think you're, I think I'm starting to see you turn the corner. I know it's, in the first race, you got the best of me. I ended up in seventh. I was, I was a complete train wreck today, but uh, Stephen Rowe, friend of the show, stole the title from, from VJ. Um, and That's okay. I'd rather, I'd, I'm okay losing to Stephen. Yeah, I mean, that, guy, that guy's the, He's a pro. the Nintendo aficionado. What's going to happen but, the day I win? I don't know. I think I, we need I, a parade. We need a right? Macy's Day parade is not going to be enough. For like I what's gonna to happen if Ben wins? Slow to Ben and then just walk it around outside. I would of, love that too. Outside of my apartment. I would great. love that too. Twenty-four foot subs from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Steven said twenty-four foot subs from Subway. <laughs> we 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 will definitely order a party sub in your honor if you if you end up winning. But All right. We got party subs. We got turkey sitting here on the table. You had a very controversial opinion that we briefly touched on, uh, but I don't even know if it's that controversial because I would say if you put it up to a poll, probably 60 to 70% of the people say that they're there for the sides and not necessarily for... The I'd agree with why, that. I don't know why I get a lot of crap for it, too, I'd agree to be with, honest. I'd agree with the sides being better than the turkey, but not liking cranberry sauce is one I've not heard before. Yeah, cran's okay. Fight me, bro. <laughs> Maybe you haven't, had, you haven't had good quality cran... Cranberry sauce. The second show in a row where somebody's threatening to kick Ben's ass. No, I just uh, no over food. No, Ben's gonna kick my ass. He's gonna be eating cranberry sauce in one hand and just like punching me in the eye with the other. So. He's gonna be the meme where he's just like he's holding you back and you're just gonna be like flailing your arms. Episode twelve of uh, Business on Top. I have a black eye. Uh, for reasons we already know. Yeah, if you want to, it's foreshadowing. If you want to donate to us for us to get uh, an MMA octagon, <laughs> we can, we can put an octagon in here and figure out how that'll go. Uh, but you know, you're right. I love mashed potatoes and stuffing. Um, That's my favorite part of th- Thanksgiving is mashed potatoes and stuffing. And, and normally, I'm also yeah yeah. Normally this pumpkin. Normally I don't like pumpkin pie. This pumpkin pie that I got was pretty damn good. I, I ate like two pieces already, full pieces, and I don't like pumpkin pie. And my family can vouch for me too. Like I, I never eat the pumpkin pie. Maybe apple pie or uh, blueberry or... Um, pecan? Pecan yeah, I've, no, I've grown okay. to like. It's one of those what? foods that I've grown it's a very, to like. It's the best pie. No, 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 yeah. it's a very southern. no, I like a Dutch apple pie with a little bit of peanut butter cup yeah. halo top on there this just That's in my thing shane is bougie <laughs> uh, <we're> Man, <laughs> don't, don't don't hate 
I, I love Halo Tub. It's it's delicious. It's low calorie. Not not an ad, although it seems like honestly I feel like all we've done this show is just product placement. Sponsor us. It's yeah, that simple. That, Sponsor that, us. That's and... what we do. And one of the things that one of the products that is delicious that I actually love to put on my turkey and I'll be bringing it with me to Thanksgiving dinner is uh, Mimas Chimi. Did you guys know that uh, Mimas Chimi is an all-natural, authentic, all-purpose chimichurri sauce? Uh, no. Uh, you knew that. You knew that. Did, <laughs> ben, I did. did. you know that? I did. Yeah. Well, did you also know that it's locally made right here in Boca Raton and it can be used on almost anything? Yes. I think I'm looking at a few things right here. I don't know if I would necessarily put it on the uh, pumpkin pie, but I'm even if you did, I'm sure it would taste pretty good. If you mix it up with some mashed potatoes, that would probably be good too. You can use it on steak, chicken, fish, impossible meat, salads, beyond meat, whatever you want. The possibilities are endless. It You can get it if you're vegan. You can eat it if you're keto. You can eat it if you're vegetarian friendly. It works for any diet. And if you wanted to know how much you wanted, the chimmy comes in an eight ounce jar. And uh, even if you don't feel like going to the store, if you feel like being socially uh, distant and not necessarily uh, making the trek out to the shop, you can order it online at www.mimaschimi.com. And if you're in South Florida, you can get it at Doris's Italian Market in Boca Raton, Bravo Supermarket in Pembroke Pines, shout out to all my people in the Pines, and soon to be El Bodegon in Lake Worth. Remember, it's not Chimi if it's not Mimas. Oh, yeah. he's getting Two really good at row. that. Huh? Uh, I know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All it took was uh, five tries for a professional <laughs> broadcaster to read correctly. Maybe my maybe the chimney will change my views on turkey. Yeah, Who knows? And, uh, and, and I did it, and um, <laughs> hair dye or, or whatever it was on Giuliani's head was not running down my face as I did it, even though I'm starting to sweat a little bit profusely as we uh, <laughs> dance dance around some, some weird topics. But, uh, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show. Um, NBA is in full swing, and it's weird to see that you have kind of this hot stove season going on because the season's going to start on Christmas, but the free agents are making all the moves already right now. I just saw uh, 20 minutes ago, Trey, Trey Burton. Trey Burke has agreed <laughs> to a three-year deal uh, with the Mavs, former Nick Great. Um, that's going to provide that team with some depth. Man, I forgot about Trey Burke. Former Nick Great. We're, <laughs> said no one ever like about years. anyone. <laughs> We're, yeah, no one since Ewing. Since huh? Ewing, yeah, since yeah. So there's all sorts of interesting things going on. All sorts of players that are going back and forth. Ben, is there somebody that you want the Knicks to get that you think could realistically be the beginning of them turning the corner? Like that's a current, like a realistic shot, like yeah. a free agent, yeah. like anybody people, that we people think. that are on the market oh. right now. Oh, is I, I would, I would need to know, like other than Gordon Hayward, I really don't that's, know the big names. I know the Knicks the have, one. the Knicks have like been kind of linked to him recently because he opted out of his contract or declined his option, whatever you want to label it as. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, Gordon Hayward's a good player, but I don't think he's the type of player where you put him on the Knicks and... you got to get him with Westbrook, I think. Yeah, the that, two, Westbrook... I, mean, I said a couple yeah. weeks ago... Both. It's both or neither, because you're not going to get it done with, with one. It, it's got to be both, because that's actually the build towards something that's sustainable. I think the Knicks were, are one of the few teams in the league, like especially in a trade with Westbrook, who has a massive contract. They're one of the only... Like teams in the league who have the cap space to take it on. I read in the, in the Times this morning that it's basically just them and Charlotte. So yeah, I mean, so they have all the game. leverage in in the deal. I mean, Westbrook wants out, so I would take on his contract, give up like, you know, definitely not a first rounder. Do not give up a first round pick for w- Russell Westbrook. Give up? I don't know. Trade Neil Aquina. I'm sick of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm get, done. Get no. rid of him, or honestly, it doesn't matter. Any anything but a first round pick. But or he's RJ a good Barrett. defender. No, he's not. Well, you know, uh, you know what he might be, but you don't draft no, the guy. That, what is he? Not was he was drafted ninth overall. He was overall. drafted very high. He was a drafted lot higher. Very high. Yeah, I remember you don't draft that. Somebody to just be a good defender. That's my problem with him. But Everyone, we, but we isn't defense one of our main issues? You we can need build everything. with defense. You can sign role players. My problem is this guy was was drafted with the expectation that he was going to be a difference maker, but he's basically just an all on ball defender. And every single year in free agency, there's one or two guys yeah. he can sign and just do that job. Yeah. The, the expectations ver- with him versus eh, the how it started versus how it's going oh, with him. Yeah, how it started. Uh, good defender, 
fast, can steal the ball sometimes, needs to learn how to shoot, how it's going. Good defender, he's fast, he gets occasional steals, still needs to learn how to shoot. You gotta draft somebody like, and I don't know if this is an unfair comparison, but I wanted the Knicks to you know draft Trey Young during that draft because you knew that he could shoot coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a it's good such point. a yeah. risky proposition drafting somebody and saying, "Oh, the shot's gonna come along." That doesn't nah, happen you don't all want the that. time. You don't and, want that. And I mean, how many how many people have you seen uh, where they develop the shot later on in their career? So it happens sometimes. Dwayne Wade started to do it. Michael Jordan started to do it. I know there's Steph like Curry examples, like but blew Steph Curry up was after, always right? Great, no, he was Steph Curry was always an amazing in, shooter in college too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, Lonzo Ball. Like it, they had a highlight of Lonzo Ball actually when like during the whole Lamelo draft process and Lonzo Ball. I don't know if you remember, like coming out of college, he had this funky shooting yeah. method, like from the below his around, chest, kind of like wrapped it around from the opposite side and shot it. It was like really yeah. funky. Isn't that how and Adam Sandler shoots? Have you seen like those viral videos? No, he Adam goes Sandler? above his shoulders when he shoots. He goes like this. Yeah, yeah. He has no, a, he has Lonzo had the opposite. It was he, like he shot across his body. Like yeah. normally, as a right-hander, you shoot from your right side. But he would bring it to his left, and um, he has been working on a shot. And last year, he shot like forty percent from three. Like his numbers have gone up. So, I mean. You can change your shot, but yeah, I mean, you're not drafting a it's guy. A small at, sample at, size, yeah. yeah. Nine or ten overall, where like if you're drafting a guy that high, he shouldn't be a project, right? You know, Agreed. he should come in, he should start, and maybe not be an all star right away, but like the tools need to be there. And in today's NBA, you need to be a shooter. You can't expect that to come along. Yeah. the 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 foundation needs to be laid, in my opinion. Yeah. If you're going to draft somebody very high, yeah, and that's. What makes me nervous about Obi Toppin is that he can dunk, but what else are you going to get from him? It's one of those. It's another one of those where you just expect him to pick it up, and that's just not necessarily a guarantee in today's NBA. Yeah. Well, going back to the yeah, I mean Obi Toppin, he's all offense, like no defense. Which I mean, I guess at this point with the Knicks, like you you just need something. You know, I mean they don't even have offense, so it's not even like the Knicks really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, luckily now we have like Tibbs, who who's known to be a defensive coach. So you hope he's going to get the most defensively out of, out of everyone on the team. But um, going back to your Westbrook point, like not only would getting him be an upgrade to our team, but like you would hope he would attract other free yeah. agents or other players to the Knicks. Superstars attract superstars. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think that would be such a splash move. And I mean, he would for sure at least bring us to like an eight seed and that would be just a small step of progress where like just once you get into the playoffs like anything really can happen mm-hmm. and the east again is so weak for the most part I, I just feel like it'd be a no-brainer as long as you don't give a first round pick for him but who knows what the knicks are and, gonna botch it and as anyways. they say that's why they play the games mm-hmm. we close the show with steven rowe Nintendo Talk and BOT TODs coming up next. The Business on Top Podcast. Welcome back to the Business on Top Podcast. We're going to close out the show with a very good friend of mine, uh, Stephen Rose here. He's our Mario Kart champion for tonight. Uh, but more importantly, he's been one of my best friends for, it's weird to say, like almost 15 years. Can you believe that? When did we first met each other, what, eighth grade? Seventh grade, actually, I think. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> that was such a long time ago, and now I've got all you know gray hair, and we're still doing this, hanging around like a bunch of a holes. It, it's weird. I I really don't feel that much different than, you know, in in high school, and that's already been ten years from now. So it's it's really weird when you look back on the years. Have you guys known each other for fifteen years? I've known you for about ten, and I've known you for about the same amount of time. No, um, we no. met freshman year. Of I haven't high even school. been down in Florida. I don't think for fifteen. For 15 ten years. years. 10. 10 years. Yeah. that's No, no, no. Longer than 10 because we graduated 10 years ago. Well. <laughs> right? Know, it, it, graduated in 2010. Yeah. So we would have had our 10-year so reunion if it wasn't for there being a pandemic. We, well, well, did we meet freshman year or sophomore year of high school? Which was, oh, my God. We'll just say 13. <laughs> we'll say 13. We'll say 13. We're young. Well, if, if there <laughs> oh, wasn't a pandemic. Shit. 10 years. <laughs> no. We probably would have been going attending all our high school reunions, but uh, you did you did something else. You did something that you've been working on for a very long time, didn't you? 
Yeah, finally beat Zelda Ocarina of Time. But to go back to that point, who actually would go to their high school reunion? I was planning on We were planning on going. At least going. I mean, the whole yeah. reason that I even like decided to have a successful career was so that I could like show, show <laughs> off at the reunion. It wasn't tailored toward like anything Peter else. Like Peter with the, the eyes. Or, yeah, or uh, Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he's bad Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. I'm, uh, we'll put that bully, clip in there. Bully McGuire. <laughs> yeah, bully McGuire, yeah. Ours was supposed to be next Friday. Yeah, and we got postponed till I don't know, next TBA. Year, yeah, eleven year reunion. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I think it'll be fun. I mean, I had a, I had good relationships with a lot of people. You were the prom. Was, fun fact: I don't think a lot of people know that you were the prom king. I was the prom king. Yeah, first Indian in uh, <laughs> Olympic <laughs> Heights history, South Florida history. <laughs> in yeah, Olympic exactly. Heights history. Yeah. You're the you're the Kim Ang of prom kings. I, <laughs> for you uh, young Indian males out there, it's it's possible. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> but you know it's a good not time. possible. I don't think Steven, I don't think Inter Miami's gonna come back in this game. I put I put the Inter Miami shirt on. I was so excited to come down here and watch this game. We're in the twenty seventh minute. Inter Miami's already down two nothing. What the heck is going on here? Not a whole ton. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Put and, him on the it, spot there. Like, and, yeah. He's I, the I coach. Kinda, yeah, no, you're right. I kind of dropped that in your lap. But Inter-Miami barely squeaks into the playoffs. They're on the road. They get a tough penalty call. Uh, a lot of their players are out with coronavirus, as is basically much of the entire country. And uh, Are they playing know, at uh, Hard Rock? No, they're playing at the Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Yeah, in soccer, they list the home team first on the scoreboard. That's here. lame. Yeah. Come on, soccer. But, you know, I, I, aside from that, um, you know, we actually went, I think the first MLS match that I ever went to, you and I went to, is a preseason game uh, up, up in Orlando. But on top of that, you know, you and I have been playing video games for, for a really long time. And earlier this week, if you follow us at the at Business on Top pod, we asked a question, when did uh, video games peak? And you had an interesting choice. Oh, when that, did they peak? I think so. What was it? I can. I can you said re- what? What? I can refer back to, back to gaming. It. If, what introduced you to gaming? Okay. If anything, it's peaking now yeah. because esports well, has be- become a huge thing. Yes, but I don't know. I've I've always been of the opinion that the uh, that the PS2 was uh, was the best system. It wasn't I, the, I agree. the Nirvana. Tony Hawk Three, all the Madden games, NCAA, MVP baseball. Yeah, all the the Call of Duty, Medal of Honor. It was all there. Well, PS2 is the highest selling console ever, and it's not even close. And I don't think we'll see a console. It, who knows how long they'll even be making traditional consoles? They're already starting to go to the digital format. But I mean, the numbers that that did for a home console because it, it was around forever. It was around for like nine years. Yeah, 10 years. It took a long time power. for the yeah. PS3. Yeah, you're right. Usually, a console generation's like seven, maybe eight on the long side. But it was like eleven or something. It was it was a long time. Maybe even this PS5 will be. Like around for a while because this is a big upgrade from the and PS4. Honestly, like, how much better are the graphics going to get? Like at some point, it's gonna be real it's gonna people. Be VR. I think <laughs> like, it's gonna be VR eventually. That's what and they already said. have that. No, but like every like the only options VR. Call of Duty Any VR. Game. Yeah, I think that's ca- gonna that'd be, be pretty amazing. Actually. I think that's gonna be the. That's I. I mean, I mean unless it's holograms in your room, <laughs> other than the VR. Are oh, whoa, that's too much thinking, for my mind to process. Yeah, are you thinking that you're gonna get a PS5 or? Uh, Oh yeah, you're gonna go to the PS5 PS5. as opposed to the, what yeah. Is it? I mean, what's the new name? Of the, the name of the new Xbox? It's Series tenic- X, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, technically just Xbox, but there's the Series X, which is the better one. The Series S, which is like the underpowered one. Okay, wow, I didn't realize. The fact that, that we didn't know that means on. that Sony is no, a lot the, better the at game, this point. The game, I think, has passed me by. Like as you know, as soon as we get done, we're actually gonna go play some Nintendo 64. Uh, quick top three all time Nintendo 64 games before we get Ooh. into our BOTTODs. Well, two of them are in my top six favorite games ever. Like, it's really hard for me to say, like, a best game ever, but I have a top six. But two of those are Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time. So that'd be two of them. Okay. But as far as the third best N64 game, I don't know. I, I'd have to... You put Smash Brothers in say, there. Yeah, I think... Well, Mario Kart, actually. I'll oh, yeah. Mario, Mario Kart 64. Well, Smash Brothers is up, like, number like, two That's, like, probably my fourth. Or mm-hmm. one or two. How, uh... In, in a word, very quick, 10 seconds. How was that water temple in Ocarina? <laughs> water temples in any game suck ass. <laughs> yeah. No, good, good point. Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. 
But, <laughs> but I got through it. I love it. With that, let's move on to our BOTTODs. I got to talk to the big voice guy to get uh, get us set up on, on the BOTTODs. But one thing that I want to talk to you guys about, one of my favorite shows as a kid, um, it's making a comeback. By the way, BOTTOD stands for the Business on Top Topics of the Day. We take about a minute and a half, give you our takes, rapid fire, 15 to 20 seconds at a time. Everybody takes their time to give their opinions. Animaniacs coming back, executive producer Steven Spielberg. They are now back out on Hulu. Uh, one of my favorite shows. It was a very smart show. It was an adult show that was packaged for kids that made it palatable. Um, and you actually got to learn a lot about history, uh, topical humor, uh, and, and politics in it. I'm excited. I'm going to watch some of these new episodes probably over the weekend. What, what say you? I think it's good because it's clear that they got the same animators or the same creative talent back because it has that same kind of humor. And the, the voice talent's the same, too. Yeah, so, I mean, personally, I did not watch a whole ton of them. I always knew about them, and I watched some of it, but I actually didn't watch a whole ton, but I always enjoyed it when I watched it, and, yeah. and it looks good from at least the teaser trailer that they, you know, put they, out. What do you think? I have no <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I was just, I was just yeah. zoning out. Um, yeah, yeah, like, I know of them. But I don't remember enough to like oh, comment. Pinky in the Brain? Yeah. Pinky in the Brain was from Animaniacs. Okay. It was one of the sketches. Okay, okay. yeah. So I, I remember Pinky in the Brain. That was my favorite sketch of that show. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Animaniacs, though. I, I remember I liked them, but I don't know enough about them. Yeah. From what that I was remember. Anytime, there was, anytime there was an innuendo, I think uh, yeah. Yakko would say, Hello, nurse. We gotta bring that back. We gotta bring oh, that that's back right. The, oh, uh, now it's coming in, back slowly in, into the lexicon. Ben, what do you want to talk about? Uh, so, kind of on the uh, same topic of things coming back is uh, Fresh Prince reunion is back. Um, I think it was like kind of filmed like a, I guess a documentary where they got the old cast together and kind of reminisced on, um, you know, filming and and I think it's been 15 years since the show ended. And um, my good buddy actually growing up is has helped film the reunion so it's kind of cool to see on his story so cool. kind of behind cool. the scenes you got, like, the behind the scenes yeah, yeah behind the scenes from his perspective and uh i know growing up the fresh prince there's very few shows where i can sit down and just rewatch over and over and over again and like the fresh prince is one of them i mean it was a classic show um and i i'm excited i haven't re- i haven't rewatched the reunion yet or watched the reunion yet but uh i'm excited to see kind of uh, jog those memories and kind of see the old cast back together. Yeah, I'm excited too. I think Fresh but Prince was such a good show because um, much like Animaniacs was a smartly packaged show that was an adult show for kids, um, Fresh Prince was a great show because it taught you um, lessons about real life, especially, you know, growing up, you know, especially I feel like if you were um, like a black kid growing up, you saw issues that don't necessarily get covered in like your regular like happy-go-lucky sitcoms, mm-hmm. like what happens when Will and Carlton get pulled over, or um, you know Will Smith's dad just kind of turns his back on him, and Will's got to rely on Uncle Phil to provide him him love. And I think you know I think you're heartless if you watch that scene and you don't at least oh, get yeah. tear. Every oh time every time, it. yeah, it's every g- single time I watch that, it's going to be rough because I know in the reunion they kind of touch on you know. Uh, I think his name was James Avery, like yeah. his passing and like memories about him. So it's gonna be tough watching that, but I'm I'm excited to kind of see the the cast back together and and that. Stephen, are you thinking Absolutely. of the same fun fact uh, I was about say, James I was, Avery? Yeah, that I was gonna I say was. fun fact. He was a shredder in the original Ninja Turtles. Oh there wow! You go. I did not know that. The original yeah. that cartoon one. The more you know. Honestly. Yeah. Here on Business on Top. <laughs> well, we're always learning here on Business on Top. B, what is your B O T T O D number one? So my B O T T O D number one is going to be okay so the toronto raptors are actually coming down to florida to Tampa start raptors. their season uh, florida men guess, yeah that's the, they're going to pl- be the playing canadians at- are going to become florida men which you know i guess that's kind of yeah. par for the course with canadians you know what i yeah. mean basically this time of year they all come down and flood flood south florida and those snowbirds going to Tampa. L- leaving uh, the coronavirus you know concerns to come to one of the hot spots i literally yeah. that's, a, that's a, that was my point it was like all right we're not. Uh, we're we're trying to be safe here, so let's just move to a place that's like a hot spot. In, yeah, uh, I guess. I guess West it would have been worse the North Dakota Raptors. I don't know if you saw that, but the New York Times had to change their map to create a new color based on like how heavily infected the population is um, in the in the Midwest. 
you know, we got we got a real issue going on here. But you know, the good news is uh, all 30 teams are going to at least try to play. Uh, this will be the first domestic league that's attempting to play indoors. Um, I don't know if they're going to do it with fans. Have you guys heard about whether or not they're they're attempting to do that? No, nothing yet. It's preliminary right now. I would assume not. As as, yeah, it's I probably would assume not. But. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for it. I might get on board. If they have some Tampa Raptors gear, I probably will end it's up It's not happening. Maybe <laughs> if they play around with the logo, I would I would definitely T- get that. Toronto's never going to let that happen. Yeah. It's Sorry, still be as you guys know, Toronto has a, a very uh, safe and secure place in, in my heart. And uh, I probably, honestly, I'm just so disenchanted with the Knicks that I'm probably, at this point, more of a Raptors fan than I am a Knicks fan. Um one of the things that uh, the Raptors did when they won the championship in 2019 is they showed a lot of fight. Um, and speaking of fight, the Giants had an interesting uh, <laughs> nice story segue. that came out during the week that turned out to be false. Their coach, Joe Judge, according to reports, which were later debunked, fought six foot eight. Uh, former o- offensive lineman. Six foot eight, former offensive lineman, <laughs> offensive line coach, Mark Colombo. Uh, Colombo apparently kicked his ass, reportedly kicked his ass, and the reports were that Joe Judge fired him on the spot. This was something that was eventually uh, debunked and not verified, but it made me laugh because it made me think of all the wacky fights. I wish that was true, man. With all my heart, I wish that was true. I don't know if you also heard the the other rumor about that fight. Um, Joe Judge actually, actually said he didn't like cranberry sauce. And oh, uh, wow. Colombo did and not Colombo like that. Knocked, kicked knocked his ass. the F out. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, I'll have to watch my back. Yeah. From <laughs> now let's on. Just say you may be Joe Judge yeah, and I may be Colombo in that scenario. <laughs> but um, yeah, crazy. I mean, well, I love cranberry sauce. <laughs> is there a, as a former FAU hockey player, I, um, and just diehard Florida Panthers fan, is there a hockey fight that you can remember that just that just made you laugh? Or just like that you thought was like very bizarre, um, just in general. Or yeah, when just that's on person? just generally. I mean, the sports fight that I think of is now we're getting towards. Can you believe that it's been fourteen years? I think since the Malice in the Palace. It might have been even longer. It might have been actually fifteen years. Fourteen years back when Metal I remember World watching Peace was that like on, on, our on TV, and they were they were talking about. Uh, you know the fallout from that when he got suspended. But, I mean, is there is there a hockey fight that you can think of? Even like one of your enforcers when you were playing for FAU, like went after a guy and it just didn't end well for somebody. Only in high school when Mike Mashey jumped the penalty box to get oh, into the fight at the goalie and stuff. Yeah, that's a fun story. And I think what it's been over ten years. The statute of limitations ran on that, right? <laughs> what he jumped. There was a brawl. He jumped out of the penalty box and got automatically suspended. Yeah, because he can't jump onto the ice when there's already you know a, a scrum going on. And your dad had an interesting role in that too. So he was I in the remember. penalty box and he tried to like grab him, but like, <laughs> just missed the jersey. What? Didn't get in time, and he he ended up getting suspended. Uh, ben, uh, send us out Wrapping with your last POD. So, you know, this week we got some good news with two companies. Their vaccine for COVID-19 showed right. positive results, yeah. right? So we're hopefully uh, facing a lot better 2021. Um, but I was thinking, you know, because they're kind of talking about how it'll be ready at the end of this year and, you know, frontline workers and first responders and, and doctors and everyone like that is is in the first tier, which they deservedly so they should get it first. But I was wondering, you know, where do pro athletes and college athletes fall as far as the tiers go? Because we all know that they'll probably get it before a lot of the public will. And you know, I personally don't think that's right. I mean, yeah, they provide entertainment for the country, but their job isn't anything special where there's there's other people who are around more people on a day-to-day basis who are at higher risk that deserve it more than pro and college athletes. Absolutely. And you say that as somebody who's dating somebody that works for EMS, so you're significantly more familiar with you know the issues that they face on a day-to-day basis than the mm-hmm. average person. Um, I happen to think that it's complete bullshit, but we all know that you know the almighty, probably, the, yeah. the almighty dollar is is what ends up mattering, mm-hmm. and I know that one of the first things that, that happened when uh, the coronavirus started, or a lot of the sports commissioners were basically paneled to talk about how um, they were going to continue to keep sports going um, in the face of this. And the truth of the matter is, sports is a very convenient way 
for you know everybody in the public, especially in this country, to look at something else and distract them from yeah. basically all the other everyday things in life. And I get that. I mean, it's an outlet, and it's it's a, a period, either a day like football and Sundays, where people can kind of feel like life's normal, right? Sunday football, but I don't know. At the same time, like they shouldn't be tiered higher because they play a sport and people watch them like that. I don't know. I mean, hopefully it doesn't come down to that. Hopefully they somehow produce enough doses of the vaccine where everyone kind of after the first year kind of gets it pretty close to, um, you know, at the same time as everyone else. But, you know, it's not going to be like that. So, yep. BJ Patel, send us into Thanksgiving week. So (laughs) the last uh, topic of the day is going to be cryptocurrencies back. Bitcoin is almost at an all-time high again since I want to say 2017. Uh, it's a virtual currency. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's it's a crazy like concept because cryptocurrencies essentially it's the, made up, it's, isn't it? Like it's like. Uh, I mean, well, isn't it? it isn't everything? In a way, yes. We were talking about this before the show started. That basically money is is faith backed, essentially. Uh, You're putting value in a piece of paper. Right, because you believe in it. Yeah. Right. So essentially these Bitcoins are mined on servers or computers, I guess, and there's a limited number of them, so it, uh, it generates some value Isn't for that them. Crazy? But the, I mean, this, but nobody knows who created Bitcoin. Yeah. So like, there's a, <laughs> it could Bitcoin be, God? it's supposed to be like uh, yeah. Satoshi Nakamoto, which is like the guy or like it's supposedly a group of people who created it but nobody knows which is kind of sketchy in a way yeah but how Um, is this stuff mine i like i can't wrap my head around my friend is mining for it actually yeah you can you can buy a a processor that actually i I don't know the science behind it or how you do it but he bought a rig a custom-made rig that took up like the the entire space of this you know dinner table yeah and it's just like tons of I don't know RAM or memory or something like that. And yeah, it just runs constantly right. throughout the night. And but what's it searching on? Like, what what is it mining? It's just on? algorithms like running to make big Bitcoin, which is like a cryptocurrency or virtual Crazy. currency. The, so I think originally it was supposed to be a way to transfer money instantly with lower fees than we see usually in like a day to day transaction. So I, I don't know. It's a it, I don't know enough about it to like explain more, but I'm just saying in general, Bitcoin is back because right now it's at oh, almost it's, an all-time it's high. Something to keep an eye it's out almost at nineteen thousand dollars per one Bitcoin. Yeah, and and it's crazy to think because at the beginning of the year you, it was sitting at almost basically like a thousand, three thousand at like February on, or it was March. On its last, it was on its last legs. So I mean, this <laughs> is the highest it's ever been at nineteen thousand. Yeah, twenty. I think yeah. it was around twenty thousand. In 2017, when it was like his oh all-time high. Well, everybody check your virtual. Yeah, wall. check your. Everybody check. Start your mining, wall. boys. <laughs> <laughs> Start pulling our money. Yeah. This is on top. Uh, miners mean, coming. In the meantime, <laughs> we are out, and we are going to do the very primitive things of eating pumpkin pie and playing N64. That's our show. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy the time with your family. Don't ever take it for granted. Uh, have a great weekend. Stay tuned. Stay, Stay safe. safe.